In a high-tech world where people have ever-increasing courage to sit behind a screen and dole out opinions without consequence, comes three heroes prepared to fight back through the safety of our microphones and digital airwaves. You've got one star for us? Well, we've got three stars for you. Here comes Three Stars Podcast, ready to dish it out. You didn't know the the drinks that you were going to make until you were on stage. Oh, yeah, you're a fucking cyborg. That's right. I'm sorry, a wizard. I forgot. But like Carnival Court is really like the Mecca Flare bar. And please, turn off your cell phone. You've been fired from so many places that we can, we can talk about all of them. I'm not crying. You're crying. Farts. Hey guys, welcome to Three Stars Podcast. So glad you could fit us into your daily schedules and your busy routines. We're really excited to be here uh, because we are still in Vegas recording. Uh, My name is Samantha Bolte-Woods and I'm here with my two amazing bros, gentlemen. Hello, I am Brad. I'm Biffany. Oh, I like it. (laughs) It's a new one. It just comes to me sometimes. God, I love it, dude. And we also have an amazing guest uh, in his house, actually. I was going to say in the house, but we are in his house recording. We have Rodrigo Del Pesh with us, who is a phenomenal flair bartender and a phenomenal guy all around. Rodrigo, say hello. How are we doing, everybody? We're doing well. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for letting us (laughs) be a part of your life and do this. You invited us into your home. I think that uh, this is probably our best on location so far. Definitely. (laughs) Uh Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about cocktails and dreams Mm -hmm. because Rodo is a flair bartender and so is Brad. Just just a flair bartender. He's just a flair bartender. (laughs) It's obvious. We did take pictures of all of his trophies, right? We're going to post these on Instagram. Just a flair bartender with all the trophies. Yeah, so if you have 20 minutes while I scan (laughs) through all of the trophies... Uh, so cocktails and dreams, um, talking about what it's like to be a flair bartender, what the work that goes into flair. I know, um, flair bartending doesn't get as much hype as craft mixology cocktails, which is is really sad because there really is a lot of discipline and work that goes into flair bartending. It really is an art and an entertainment, um, not to, not to dismiss craft, bartending because there's a lot of work that goes into that but it's you know physicality wise and they can go hand in hand absolutely yeah, of course not mutually you can pair them yeah, yeah. And, and we'll talk about it a little bit when we get uh, more into roto but a lot of what you're doing now is also it's not just flair you're working with some companies and doing uh, cocktail creation and videos and things and you know flair and cocktails and mixology they especially a lot more they're going. They're going more and more together. It's a. It's a show and a performance and a good cocktail. It's I saw, entertainment. I saw Skittles over there in your uh, workshop, so I'm a little curious about that. Like, <laughs> since we're talking about craft cocktails, uh, that's just for the breaks, though. Oh, between <laughs> cocktails, between cocktails. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And before we get down to the nitty gritty, I'm going to go back to that because I, I didn't change. I saw naughty bits in there. I, I know. I, I like used that. naughty bits last night. Uh, I totally remember that. <laughs> I know you do. Before we pull down the pants on this episode. Oh, I like that. Before we pull down the pants, we're going to have some drinks and some appetizers. And we're, of course, going to make fun of the reviews at the reviewer's expense and rate them of up to three stars. And if we deem the review to be just the worst thing out there, complete trash, we're going to go ahead and 86 it. Uh, today, 
today we're going to be doing something a little different with our drinks. We're not <laughs> we're not going the typical alcoholic route. We're not going full ham. No. So uh, no. So, some of us yeah, went full ham last for, night for some reason that we're not going to discuss. <laughs> so we so today we're drinking coffee because well there are a couple of reasons. One, Rodrigo is actually not a big drinker. Which for a bartender is somewhat unusual. It's pretty impressive. I think most of us drink a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I drink once in a while, but the thing is, when I drink, I drink. So <laughs> you, don't. you go ham. So I, I know. I know people like, like I, that. I go all in. Okay. <laughs> so that's why I drink uh, once, once in a while. while. Yes. Yeah, a couple so, of times a year. So Bill asked me earlier how long I've known you, and I said, "Well, I met him for the first time about seven years ago, and in that time, I think I have seen you drink once." Wow. Which I was shocked. Like, so, I mean, that to me, that to me was crazy. But we're in Vegas, and of course, we've spent, you know, the last, well, Samantha and I spent the last 48 hours drinking, and Bill mm-hmm. last night <laughs> drank triple what we drank in the last 48 hours. I committed, <laughs> dude. That's, uh, go big or go home, buddy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so we, uh, there, we decided to take a break. We decided to take a little bit of a break. I mean, the break is really only lasting until we get into happy hour. Because right now we're starting off with um, coffee. With coffee, We did a Starbucks run. I have a then, Grand Mocha Frappuccino. Yes. And it's and, fucking amazing. And, and what do I have? What am I drinking? Same I'm, thing. Oh, I'm, oh but, but Bill's is all Almond like, milk and yours is I don't have, regular. I, I don't do dairy as a rule, all right? Like, I get, I, I get uh, upset tum-tum. Oh. Yeah. I'm a nervous and, flyer. And then, <laughs> Roto, what do you got there? An Americano. An Americano. Boring. Which, Stick with what you like. not to be confused with the cocktail Americano. Mm. Uh, so, an Americano is literally just like espresso and water. Yep. Right? Yep. And then, Samantha, please tell us, yeah, what, what is are you that? drinking? So, I decided to go ahead and jump on the bandwagon Bethany. because it is October and it's pumpkin. She's doing a PSL. I'm drinking the Grand Pumpkin Cream uh, Cold Brew, and it's actually pretty darn good. Because I, Vegas is hot as fuck, so I'm, I'm <laughs> iced coffee. I'm tempted to have a sip of it. It's good. It's it's not overwhelmingly pumpkin-y. The cold, I love cold brew. Cold, cold brew is just, it's got a really nice flavor to Actually, it. Actually, that is surprisingly um, good. It's not overly sweet or anything mm-hmm. either. No, it's nice. It's perfect. So, so yeah. And then, I mean, later on, we're going to yeah. get into some tequila. We're going to get serious. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pull myself out of the dumpster this morning for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, So let's go ahead and start with some appetizers. Get the juices flowing, the creativity rolling. I will start us out with Carnival Court here down by Harrah's on the main strip there. What kind of a bar is Carnival Court? Carnival Court is a flare bar. And they... These, like I go, I come to Vegas and I go to the flare bars only because I know a good chunk of the flare bartenders. And not only that, I thoroughly enjoy watching all of them put on their show and flip all of these bottles and tins and ice and uh, limes. You know, I watched Vahe catch three limes in midair yesterday, yeah. and they, you all make it look really easy. I you watch know, this shit I, like some people watch sports. Like, yeah. I'm fucking obsessed. I, I am too. I sit there and I just watch all of the stuff that you guys do and it just blows my mind how fluid you all are and how easy it looks. But I've taken your class. <laughs> there we go. I've taken master class and it's, it's really hard. Like you're sore the next day. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Were, were you there in the sore. class? 
under I took the table? Uh, shut up. All oh. right. Oh, yes. Yes, <clears throat> as a matter of fact. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? No, I was kind of hoping that like, usually when I, ro- when I roll into the door, I always wonder if people remember me. They all know Brad, and I wonder if people remember me, and now you do. So that's really not what? cool. We'll have to change that next no, time. So we'll what happened? I was a little <laughs> drunk, and I started to flip the next morning, and no joke, my equilibrium was off because I fell? was still... No, I had to stop and lie down and take a nap under the table. <laughs> <laughs> I was still drunk. How am I just now hearing about about this. It's like this, something I don't talk about. We don't talk about stuff like that. Honestly, I had completely forgotten about <laughs> yeah. it. I'm glad that Roto remembered. Well, that's how Roto See, remembers always, me now. You always wonder if the flair bartenders remember you. They and, do. And they all joke about it do. now. That's why they all know me. Way that's why they're all happy to see me. They're <laughs> like, oh, this is the one that fell like, asleep under the like, table. They're like, wait, who are you? Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. I didn't recognize you. Uh, I just you. had to turn my head sideways. <laughs> now I know. Ha, 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 Really quickly, you mentioned the three lime trick that Vahe did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roto put out a video not that long ago, and it's he and his brother Christian. And it's I don't know if you did it. It wasn't done like at the same time. No, 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 no. no. So, but they they do a four lime catch, which is just insane. So he he did them side by side. He put the video out. So it was side by side, and the two of them doing four limes. It's, That's crazy. It's, it's sick. You have to be fast. That's insane. You have to be really fast. And, and there was a big difference between my brother and I. The style. He did it first try and it took me like 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, yeah. I mean, your brother made that trick super famous. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's that was his move. So you, you catch the lime on a like a spear or something? like On a cup. We, oh, okay. A plastic cup. You catch it on the rim, like I'd have no, to no, see no, this no. Trick. So you have, so you line up four limes on your hand. You throw you them. Throw, you have a cup in the other hand. You throw the four limes up in the air, and then you catch them one at a time, wow. swiping back and forth. I, I have seen Vahe last time I was here. He had like a like a plastic sword. He had the in his one mouth. with the cherry. Yeah, and yeah. he threw it up in the air and caught it like mm-hmm. in his fucking mouth. It was insane. Right. Very much uh, social distance, like quarantine fucking regulations. <laughs> <laughs> and now he actually did one with two limes and the cherry. So yeah. he throws all, wow. he's like one, two limes, and then, and then the, cut yeah, the cherry. He throws them all up at the same I, time. I, think, I actually I have, I've seen him do that. I, I have slow-mo that. video of that from a couple of years ago, yeah. It, right. it blows my mind away what you guys do. Yeah, but Okay, insane. we'll get into that a little bit more here down the road. Uh, so this is Carnival Court. It is a flare uh, bar. And it has four stars all around in Las Vegas, Nevada. This is a one-star Yelp <laughs> from 2000, August 2016. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. I don't even... I know. <laughs> the first few words, adjectives, just drive me nuts. This place was boring, and the drinks were expensive. 13 bucks for a drink in a plastic cup. Come on. At least make it a <laughs> I glass. Didn't, I didn't catch that when I first read it. I didn't either. I had to reread it. <laughs> Two drinks, 26 bus, bucks, place tips. That's 30... <laughs> place tips. That's 30 bucks already on one drink for a couple. Music was all right, pretty dead. A couple had to be taken out with security within the first 15 minutes we were there. I thought it would be cheaper for drinks. I mean, it's Harrah's, not that freaking Venetian. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> so, right out of the gate, this place was boring. That's the biggest. Yeah, I don't buy it. 
farce maybe, ever. Maybe in the first 15 minutes that they were open. Right. right. You, it can well, start. Somebody, it can be a slow start. Somebody's getting kicked out with like in your first hour open. That sounds like a bar I want to hang out at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you're in Vegas and it took 15 minutes. Right. That's amazing. Fucking amateurs. <laughs> Drinks were expensive. Welcome to Vegas. Yeah. Welcome to the strip. Yeah. Get Though over I, it. I was shocked. The cheapest place that I went to drink was a convenience store inside mm. the hotel. Mm-hmm. And it was, you could buy two tall boys and get a free shot. And it was 17 bucks. That is cheapest probably the cheapest, ever, place cheapest place on the strip in a hotel. So far. Yep. Yeah. In Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 13 drinks for a drink, uh, $13 for a drink in a plastic cup. They, they give you plastic cups almost so you can walk so away. You can everywhere walk around, in yeah. Vegas so mm-hmm. you can walk around. And people are stupid drunk, especially at Carnival Court, because their pour is not short. And you don't yeah. need idiots breaking glassware 24-7. That's the big thing. So, so actually, we'll get into this a little bit more as well. But, Roto, you do work at Carnival Court. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I agree. It's very uh, boring. <laughs> you liar. You work with Flippy. Uh, <laughs> does Flippy still I know. Flippy is just I, so I can boring. I can sit there for four, more than five minutes. Is, he, is, is Flippy still there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The guy's a fucking animal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why Why would you want to sit there and, and watch the best flair bartenders in the world? Literally Balance on the bottles on their forehead so, or their chin. I was actually, I'm curious about this. Do you all, do you all count? Like, because you do do long pours. Maybe it's just because. You said do-do. I did say do-do. Maybe it's just because I'm, I'm good looking or I don't know. But like, I've wondered that, like, because I see you guys do these long pours and every time I get a drink, maybe it's because I know Brad, but like, they're stiff. So yeah. like. <laughs> no, it. Yeah, we count. Uh, well, <laughs> not so much in Carnival, but everywhere else we do. Okay, so but, it's intentional. You're trying to. But get I mean, me when you're yeah, Carnival, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every drink is at least a double. Yeah, whether Carnival. you ask for it or not, mm-hmm. for sure. So if you're paying thirteen dollars for a drink in like a twelve ounce or fourteen ounce plastic cup, and it's a double, and you're getting a quarter ounce of mix, and you're I- getting hammed. I, I I'm, mean, you, yeah. like you're gonna get you're gonna be wasted for your for your twenty six dollars that you spent. Yeah, from what I've read, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, I, and, and let me tell you, oh, and that's thirty bucks already with your tip. So you tipped four on twenty six. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> little cheap there, buddy. Little little on the lighter side. You know, it's. Yeah, I'm not buying any of this. I don't believe it. This guy's an asshat. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the expectation was. I mean, I've definitely been to Carnival when it's first opened, right? Like, I'm the first one sitting at the bar. So, yeah, it takes a little time for it to start to pick up. But I don't think that that's the case here because music was already playing, and I think music doesn't start right away at Carnival. I no. think it's like... one thirty. Uh, we They open at noon, and it starts at one thirty. Right. So you already have a little bit of a crowd. You already warmed up. And, and they do cover bands and they do DJs. I remember last time we were here, like you were very adamant about like Carnival being the last place we go because you were like, well, we're going to If get it's the first place you go. If it's the first place, you're not <laughs> going anywhere <laughs> else. If it's yeah. the first place you go, it's the last place you go. It's so fucking boring. Yeah. Like, I know. Whatever. I know. I'm saying one star. This, this, yeah. I, I smell malarkey. I smell malarkey too. I'm going to give one star as well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give one star as well, Brad. You're on one star. I'm on. Well, yeah, I'm obviously on one star. Frick in Venetian. I know. Frick in Venetian. I I love the grammar of this. Come on. Review as well. Come on. Come on. Come on. on. When I first read that, it, 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 there was a space between CM and then 
O-N was on the next page. So I didn't understand. 13 bucks for a drink in a plastic cup, centimeters on at least, make it a glass. I was like, what is this? I don't understand that. But now now that it's right next to each other, I'm like, Metric oh, system. come on. Talk American. Yeah. I know. Good grief. Roto? Uh, Roto, what are you going to rate this? Uh, one star. One star. Well, yes. Good so stuff. One star altogether then. Yeah. All right. So here is another one from Carnival Court. Again, they have an overall four stars on Yelp. This is a one-star review from June of 2019. Wait, you're serious? Carnival Court has four stars overall? Yep. Like, if you can't, if that place doesn't have five stars, how the fuck do you get five stars? Well, all it takes is one douchebag to write a one-star review. Fucking douche canoe. (laughs) A douche canoe. (laughs) Anyways. So, uh, I had a bad experience with the bar at the entrance. A man with a hat back. I asked him for water. It was super hot and didn't have any money on me. (laughs) (laughs) He told me, no, I can't give you water. I mean, it's illegal not to give... Wait, sorry. (laughs) What the... This is the long, dumbest sentence. I literally can't even He told me, no, I can't give you water. I mean, it's illegal not to give water, especially in Nevada. Worst experience will never go back. He was super rude. (laughs) There's so much... That You're, is incorrect about what yes. I just read. Well, for starters, you walked up. This is the kiosk bar, probably. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. Right? So Carnival Court has has the ring, which is their main bar. But before you even get there at the top of the stairs, there's a kiosk bar for uh, to catch passers-by and, and get them drinks. You don't have any money on you? See, that's, the story <laughs> checks out, though. You are in Las Vegas. Like I could see that. Like, oh, fucking broke. And it's hot. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I get that too, but there are also water fountains inside. I was yeah. just going to say, don't most of the hotels have water fountains? I mean, not right now because of COVID, but right. I'm pretty sure you can find water in a hotel. Yeah. And it's not illegal. Like, you, No, that's, it's not. That's probably <laughs> in actually, 28 well, episodes actually, wait, or whatever. Are, that's the funniest shit I've heard it, right there. Is it illegal to deny water? That's what I've heard. Okay. Really? That, yeah, that it's illegal to say no, but... Every time I worked at the kiosk or every time that I was there, they always keep water. Right. But maybe, like, if you don't have an ID, it doesn't matter how old you are. If you, Even if you, you go and ask. You can't serve them anything. Nope. Not even water. Not even an empty oh, cup. Oh, like, like, legality, because you don't serve food there, so it's like a club or something. Like, so you can't have minors in there at all. Well, you, you just can't serve. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Right. I've been doing it all wrong. So so that could actually be something that's really missing from this review right. also. Is like the person didn't have money. Did you have your wallet? Yeah. Did you have your did ID? You, did They're you have your shoes? Did, right. right. Who, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That I'm, is crazy though. I, I mean, you, you just taught me something. That's insane. I mean, Every I get time it. I, I, talk I to get you, it. It's, you know, it, it's June. So by June in Vegas, you're looking at almost 100 degree days. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I could see it being an issue, you know, that where you have to serve water if it's requested. But who knows? The, you know, I don't know. I have a feeling that there's something else missing here. There's something missing. Yeah. It's a it's a bias review. Yeah, it's, a it, it's like the I can't give you water. There's, there's a reason yeah. to say I can't give you water, uh-huh. and Roto's probably nailed it with if you don't have an ID. Dude, we were out here what in April, and like I was struggling being in that room practicing. It, it was that hot. I right. was like fuck. Yeah. Mm. So, mm. okay, fuck this guy. One star. One star. Yeah, one star. One star. 
One star. One, One star all around. <laughs> Skull fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okie dokies. You want to just blow right around through? Yeah. Yeah? All right. So we're just going to go ahead Title and... Sex yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Anytime. Under the table is the title of my sex tape, actually. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's very fucking funny. Like, I've known you for a minute, and I never heard that story. I try not to let stuff like that <laughs> yeah. happen, and I try not to let stuff like that get out. And so. actually... And <laughs> sounds like I got to raise the bar. And and it, it sounds like I've been phoning it in. <laughs> and it was really funny, because we had been at Carnival the night before. Naturally. Yeah. And, I mean, of course, like, we had bounced from fuel over you know through probably to bird bar and over to carnival eventually mm-hmm. and samantha always pulls what what do you what's it called the it's irish the goodbye, irish goodbye. Yeah. The irish, i always dip out without saying goodbye dips out without yeah. saying mm-hmm. anything to anyone and the siamese sayonara vache was bartending that <laughs> yeah, night he was and when samantha was just all of a sudden gone vache <laughs> <laughs> is like is she okay is, yeah is she okay is with right? I, I, was, I was like oh yeah no she left he's like she didn't even say goodbye i know <laughs> i got yelled at by vache about it right because right vache left me a note I, well that's how i roll <laughs> he i'm left sorry you a note? yeah he left that's me a note fucking irony right there <laughs> i had so, like, I samantha left my... <laughs> always leaves notes so that's very fucking funny to me i left my drink and i told brad i was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna dip out I'm going to, you know, I'll see you back at the hotel room. And I left my drink sitting there and just snuck out. <laughs> and Brad took a picture of my drink on the bar with Vahe's note of like, way to say goodbye, Sam. What kind of a person are you? <laughs> I fucking love it here, dude. <laughs> yeah. This is what I do. So, I dip out. Yeah. So being under the table, I... I think it was funny because you, because like you pulled the meaning Irish that. goodbye on Vache <laughs> and then you're at uh, his brother's and Roto's master class the <laughs> next day the sleeping table. under the table. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, hold on a second. It's not like I walked in the door and then immediately got under the table. I did try to flip. <laughs> I did That's try true. to rally. So don't That's make true. it sound like I was... No, pulling pulling the pansy. I can't true. do this. It's tough too. I did my best. I, I did, did my do best. my best. <laughs> I was doing the, the behind the shadow pass and I kept moving my head and it was making me dizzy. Dude. I just couldn't do it anymore. I think I mentioned that yesterday. I still can't do that fucking move. It's been like a year and I still just tag myself on the side of the dome. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, Your I'm head like, is I'm, right there. It doesn't like go anywhere. Now. Like I go to even think about doing the move and I'm like, <laughs> we, we go to the garage now and you'll get it. Two oh, minutes. Fuck, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> That's awesome. I want to see this shit. Bill's going home with a concussion. <laughs> so let's uh, let's move into our guest, Mr. Let's. Rodrigo Del Yes. Yes. So Rodrigo, you are an extremely accomplished and correct me if I'm wrong, but the most accomplished competitive flair bartender in the world. Is that accurate? Uh, you have 17 world champion titles. Oh my gosh. Well, my brother has 19. I was so going to ask about I'm, that. I'm so you're not but, that cool. But, no, but I'm, <laughs> saying in the, but I'm saying in the world. But I have <laughs> more competitions won than him. If okay. it makes sense. Like, he has more world championships. Okay. But he won, like, 60, 65 comps. Uh, okay. And you won 160. I, 165. 125. <gasps> 125. Holy crap. And a lot of those, you're going out, and you're still competing, whether, it, like, the world championship title is... Uh, I mean, it, it's kind of like in golf, right? You've got the major tournaments and you've got the FedEx Cup and all of those, but then you've got all those other competitions. You're still playing the same guys, right? You're still competing against a lot of those same people. 
pretty much like sometimes you don't get you don't get them all in in one competition because if you have two small comps at the same time in different places, yeah, then right. you know, you're like, hey, where are you going? Okay, so I'm gonna go there. Okay, I'm gonna go to the other one. Like they all communicate, just not to mm-hmm. be like all at once. And then, but right. so like, you for the big ones, everybody goes there. Why don't Why don't you just do two competitions at once and win them both? Like I feel like that's something you can totally do. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I'm I could be <laughs> at two places at the same time. Right? Here's that my video. Awesome. Here's Goals, my bro. video. This is my video submission. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am in live. Wow, dude. So I, I think I actually my brother won two comps within 24 hours, one in Europe and one in the States. No. Back in 2003, I think. No way. That's wow. Insane. That's sick AF, dude. So, you know, not not to get off on a tangent, but <laughs> I think Tyler's that, but I think that this speaks to how you got your start. Your brother, Christian, is obviously an extremely accomplished bartender. He is also world-renowned. He has inspired... <laughs> yeah. I, I love, love this I guy. I didn't say this world, you know. He's, <laughs> but he he's obviously inspired a lot of people. And I think if I remember the story correctly, he was an inspiration to you getting started. He is your older brother. Yeah, and so uh, he got into bartending a little bit before you did. Uh, yeah, he he started back in I think it's nineteen ninety seven. And at that time... Oh, back when bartending was new. Okay. Yep. I thought Brad invented bartending. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, uh, we we didn't talk to each other uh, for a while. So when he was practicing, I couldn't go and be like, hey, can you teach me? So I would look out out the window and see what he was practicing. And then whenever he left, I would just go outside, grab his bottles, break them. He actually... (laughs) He found that out probably... About five years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. He had no idea it was he you just, breaking them? He yeah, just, he's like, Dude, what happened? I don't know. So oh he, my. he would just come home. He's like, I don't remember dropping this much. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me you weren't bitten by a radioactive bartender? Like you learned this the old-fashioned way? Like I, You actually practiced? I'm really confused. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. So, uh. so you started practicing and... How long you started practicing flair though before you even started bartending at all, right? Yeah, I was, I think I was 14, 15 when I first started the first couple moves. And then when I turned 18, that's when I finally decided that I wanted to do this. Even though I took the class, the bartending class, I wasn't working and I was just like practicing, practicing uh, for like our. 14 hours a day, 16 oh hours goodness. a day, wow. 20 hours a day. That's insane. And this is in Argentina. It, yeah, Correct. back in Buenos Aires in Argentina. Okay. So you then practice an insane amount just to start. And how long before you were like bartending, bartending? Uh, <laughs> five years ago? Six years ago? Really? <laughs> no. I, I believe mean, you. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I used to work at a club in Fort Lauderdale for like six years, but it was like three nights a week. So okay. I was like, so I moved to Vegas in 2003. I worked at the Rio, but it was like 10 months. I didn't speak English. It was like awful. So then I moved to Tampa worked at a casino for a couple of months and then competitions. That was the hard rock, right? That was the hard rock. Okay. And you guys were like 
killing it. I remember the videos coming out the that you guys were doing, and then that hard rock got wiped out, right? Uh, well, by a hurricane. Yeah, uh, not that one. Uh, that was we were after. Tampa, we were going to go to another Hard Rock in Biloxi. In Biloxi, that one got wiped that's, out. Right, mm-hmm. that's yeah. the one that got wiped out. I've been out. to that one. And uh, like I was, a couple of friends of us, they were already there. We were about to go there, but we didn't go because of the hurricane. And mm-hmm. we were like, hey, you guys got to go. And they're like, no, 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 you know, it's not a big deal. And then the very next day, they're like, yeah, yeah, we're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. It, 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 it was a big deal. Guess so, what? It is a big deal. Yeah. But wow. So was was learning English a challenge to you in general and to becoming a bartender full time in the States? Uh, the thing is, like when I was in Vegas, I, I had a lot of pressure. Everybody was like, you got to learn English. So even when you're at home, you got to talk to your brother in English. And I'm like, no, no. Uh. And I refused. And, you know, I was uh, just. I turned 21, so I was like, I'm not going to do it. So the more they wanted me to do it, the less I wanted to. And it was just like my way of being. So I didn't, like, it, it was not a great experience to work in Vegas, you know, At when you don't time. know. Like, they were like, hey, where's the bathroom? I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I couldn't, I, I couldn't <laughs> even say I don't know. So. Style baño. <laughs> so, I mean, I was lucky because it was right in front of me, so I was <clears> just pointing <throat> out. That's awesome. But, uh, it took then I when we went to Tampa, the the uh, general manager or food and beverage director, he's like, the moment you realize you need English, you're gonna learn, and that was the best thing he said. He's like, do whatever you want. When you when you see that you gotta communicate, and I was like, okay, and like it took me a year. The guys that work with us, uh, they helped us a lot. So at that mm-hmm. time. You're still, this is what, 2003, 2004 now? So you're still dedicating hours and hours a day to practicing flair. Mm -hmm. How many hours a day, would you say? Um, After I moved here, it was probably like eight, eight hours a day. Eight hours a day. I don't even want to work eight hours a day. (laughs) So eight hours a day, and then you would bartend, and you'd go to work for eight hours. And then you'd go to sleep for eight hours. So it was like literally two-thirds of your day was flair. Yeah, uh, here at least. Back in Argentina, it was like 24-7. Like it, I would go practice at least three times a week for 24 hours straight. Jeez. Go back home, sleep for three, four hours, go back, practice oh. 16, go back to sleep, practice for 24 so this leads me to my next question. We, we were guests on a friend's podcast, and he chooses a topic to talk about, and he wanted to talk about discipline. And for you to move up into the flair world the way you did, it almost sounds that like now it, now it sounds like, the, like flair was your crack more than it was just a discipline, right? But, but, yeah, the but, addiction. But what... What drove you? What was that? How did you get that discipline to practice that much? To, you made it your life. I, I feel like I have a very uh, addictive personality. So, so it was your crack. Okay, yeah, that's right. It's like everything I do, that's all I want to do. 
And like when I was a kid and I wanted to play soccer, that's all I did. Like I was playing for three different teams. So I was training twice a day sometimes, three different categories at the same time. I was just like obsessed. And then guitar the same, flair the same. So you're a guitar player as well. And I've seen your videos, but Bill's never heard of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. I, I watch you all the time. It's fucking impressive, dude. No, so... But yes. So you so you get hooked on all of these different things. And and in bartending, I should say that it's it wasn't just flair that you got hooked on. Was it the competition aspect as well? I, um, yes. Well, first, obviously, it was flair. But as soon as I saw that there were competitions, I was like, awesome. Because I'm very, very competitive at anything so i want to compete all the, so when i saw there were comps that's all i wanted to do and like actually my first competition was uh internationally was in vegas when i was 19 uh, they let me compete wow. underage i was gonna say because i don't think that they would normally yeah. let yeah. you do that right so yeah, no. do you have like a room full of the skulls of lesser bartenders or like, how does this work? <laughs> I, I used to print pictures of uh, bartenders and put ah, in, be like, okay, is. I got to beat this guy. I got to beat that guy. Okay. Through so fruition. This, this okay. leads me into my, my next question is like, do you have bartender idols still? I mean, wizards, like who do you look up to? Who do you draw inspiration well, from? Wait, let's, let's back up. That's a great question. But at that time in the earliest days, who were you chasing? Ooh, Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. He does his own stunts. <laughs> uh, well, uh, it was my brother, uh, Adam Mace, King Hall. They were the guys to beat, you know, back in 2000, 2001. Okay. And now you're the guy to beat. You were up and coming with yeah. another <laughs> with another flair bartender from Argentina. I I can't remember exactly. Is it Adrian was his A Adriano name? Marcelino. Adriano mm -hmm. Marcelino. Okay. And then he, he got really good really fast too. And then he kind of dropped off, right? Uh, yes. The thing is like when we started practicing in Argentina and we actually got the visa together to come to the Rio and we were like, we're going to go work. And by the time we're 25, we're going to retire. <laughs> and, and he actually respected that i didn't i was like i can't real at 25 he's yep. just like okay yep done he, he wanted to win 50 competitions uh by the time he was 25 and he did and he's like i'm done Holy i've been doing wow. it all wrong <laughs> like, i'm moving like, to las vegas like he he was a beast and a lot of the things that he used to do back in the day people cannot do it now it's just he never wanted to show it on stage he was he had the uh kind of like the same mentality as Alan Mace. Alan Mace has so much more, but he doesn't show it. He's just like, I'm not ready. This is for me. I'll do it for me. And right. Adriano was like that, but he was insane. And I think huh. that nowadays you'll see it done a little <laughs> bit differently with a lot of the newer flair bartenders because they will show the biggest, baddest thing or most original thing they can do on YouTube, Instagram, mm -hmm. any of these things. But then they get up on stage and either they can't do it on stage or it turns out that they're just way better on video than they are on stage. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's way easier to flare in your garage when you're by yourself. Yeah. What? You know, like you 
turn on your camera and flare until you get it. So you can go for hours. Like, I've done it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to practice this move. And I'm like an hour into the practice until I finally hit it. And then when you see it, you're like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, it took me 300 times. Right. But you, I'm just showing you the one that, the one one that, the one that actually made it. So now back to Bill's question, because you are the most accomplished flare bartender. You're at the top. With 17. 17 is greater than 19, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I like By Bill's right. math. By Bill's yeah. math. It's uh, called calculus. That, without question, <laughs> 125. Quantum <laughs> you know, beats it. But are there any flair bartenders or any bartenders in general that are out there right now who you look up to, who you think, you know, that's the, that's the one I'm chasing. I, I look up to a, a, a lot of flair bartenders, the ones at the top and, and a lot of the, the ones that are just starting to flare. That's actually my motivation. When I see them practicing, like I see that they're, struggling to do a behind the back and I'm like, you know, like I'm like if he's trying to do that, like I, I gotta go and, you know, try something new. And that pushes me. So I, I look up to pretty much everybody. Both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Like like you see it you see someone who's brand new, learning something brand new and that I, like takes you back to when it was brand new for you and can and you're like, okay, if this person can push this hard, I can push this hard with something else. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the ones who are, you know, still competing at the highest levels, like, like you, Stifa, uh, Denis Trifanov, Giorgio Chiarello from Italy. I love his style. There are guys that they don't they don't compete anymore. That I, you know, I used to love watching, like Dario. Dario was one of my favorite ones. Right. Uh, Tom Dyer. I fucking love Tom Dyer. That guy's so rad. Yeah. I mean, you're pretty cool too, but. (laughs) He's probably one of the most complete uh, flare bartenders, in in my opinion. Yeah, Tom. Yeah. So it was just, it was great to see him compete. He like did a stall on his chin or some shit last time we were here. I remember it took him like fucking half an hour and we all just sat in a room. It was, they were balancing the bottle on their chin and then doing an over the the shoulder to stall on the hand while maintaining maintaining the balance. balance. Yeah. Which was insane, and we all like we all sat there. It was like watching Tin Cup, right? <laughs> <laughs> he tries the shot over and over and over again, and no one remembers anything that happened before. Yeah, until and he sticks he, it, and then <laughs> he sticks it, and everybody remembers Dude, that. that room. Fucking blew up. Every, oh, yeah. oh, like fifty bartenders, just yeah. like ah. Well, and the crazy thing is, you know, you're watching Tom Dyer and Flippy, right, going head to head trying to hit this move, right, Ugh. and it's just sick. So sick. It is an inspiration. I wanted to tell you, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast, but I know I haven't told you. After the master class, I was uh, doing some extensive research and I was practicing and it was like three in the fucking morning and it's just drop after drop after drop after drop. (laughs) My fucking neighbor comes upstairs and is like banging on my door and I just open the door and she's just like, fucking seriously, dude. I mean, I, I was like a six hour fucking session. Like I was like obsessed, dude. And it's, I mean, that's, that's what I struggle with, you know, cause I live in an apartment and shit. I don't have, you know, I don't, I can't build a bar with my bare hands like you can. <laughs> when but, practicing flair, it helps to have an apartment on the ground. Floor. Right, right, right. <laughs> Some sort of padding. I, I, I thought it, I still to this day think it's fucking hilarious. My neighbor, oh, not so much. Or stop but. dropping. I mean, well, that's the goal, yeah, right? right. <laughs> 
I was going to nail it in that seventh hour, but no, my I, fucking I neighbor had to interrupt me. I could me. feel it, man. I was in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> Do you consider that at all, that you've inspired, I mean, minimally hundreds of flair bartenders, but really probably thousands? thousands. Yeah, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't really think about it because I just do it because I like it. And, you know, I obviously like I get the, the good response. Like I get messages and it it's crazy to see that even though now I don't compete as often as I used to, they keep on messaging me. Oh my God. Like, and I love your style. I love your flair. And it just, you know, it's nice for me, like even even taking the competitions, the titles, like the moment when you're on stage and you get the crowd reaction, that's that's what I did it for. You know, like it's I don't know, it's unique. It's like a drug. You know, it is like, a drug. you did it for that yeah. adrenaline rush. It's it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Do you do you want to compete? Yeah, I, I probably I won't retire because like if if there's another comp, I'm probably gonna go. I know myself. <laughs> <laughs> so and so and then this is where that uh, where that topic comes in again. A lot of people during the quarantine and the shutdowns stayed at home and either did nothing or they did a little something. What are you doing? Uh, well, I got. I've been doing uh, the no no days off at the gym. For over a year now, thanks to Zach Prohaska, he's been doing it for about three years now. You it's don't insane. take days off. You don't rest. No, no. and <laughs> like it's like sometimes it's uh, it's it's rough. Like I I used to do like a double, so I would go and work out, go to work from fuel, go to carnival, carnival, come back, sleep two hours, wake up, work out, go back to work. And or like oh when goodness. I went to Latvia at the beginning of the year, uh, I worked out. I woke up early to work out. Went to the airport, Vegas, LA, LA, Moscow, Moscow, Latvia. Checked in, dropped my stuff, go to the Doom gym, the and then keep on going. I was like, it, it's just like I love. I'm I'm very competitive, so I love challenges. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this challenge. And, and Zach Brahaska is about to hit 1,300 days. Yeah, right? he's yeah he's been doing it. Uh, However, that many that yeah, is. Yeah, like That's all, four years. Over, over three years. Yeah, and um, it's at least six months. <laughs> at least, <laughs> at least, with, with no days off. So, so you've been doing that workout. Yes, yeah, and then insane. you have totally stepped up your Instagram, um, your Facebook, your YouTube. Uh, yeah, I start. Obviously, I had all the time in the world with the quarantine and. One of the things is the flair gave me pretty much everything, gave me the opportunity to travel the world, uh, do what I love. So I was like, okay, I have like all the time, let's do something. And that's how I started posting tutorials uh, on YouTube. And like, even like, they were like, why don't you do a masterclass and create a, you know, a website? I'm like, ah. Oh, no, like, you know, like, I got a lot from Flair, so it's a way of giving it back. And it's it's nice, even though it's not really uh, big, 
uh, I know I have like, it's like a hundred people that they keep on following the videos every day. I'm like, that's awesome. Because the videos, they start from the very basic. So I'm like, cool. You know, it's like a hundred flavor tenders coming up. So it's, that's and, already. And that spreads, right? Like it, it's not, it's usually, you know, there could be one bartender out there that, that inspires then another two bartenders, another four bartenders, another 600 bartenders. Mm -hmm. So you're doing, it's, it's Flare 365. Mm -hmm. Correct. And it's 365 days where you're teaching a flare move or you're doing some sort of flare sequence. Yeah, it's one, one move per day, which is a concept that one of my friends uh, taught me when I moved to the States. He was like, well, you don't speak English. He's like, do you want to learn? Learn one word a day. He's like, you're going to see the change in a year. And it helped me a lot. So I was like, well, now in quarantine, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to do it with flair. That's fucking brilliant. And, you know, it's like, and it's actually like, I'm already, I haven't posted in like a week. I've been having issues with the, uh, with the app, editing the videos. So now when I post them, I'm going to post like 10 days straight. Uh, but it's already challenging for me. I'm like, okay, now, now I'm going more to the advanced part. I'm like, but it's, it's nice. So in your own in your own head, are you still chasing that? Are you chasing nineteen? Um, that looks like a yes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, obviously it would be awesome. But if I stay at eighteen, I'm gonna hate myself because I love the number seventeen. Yeah. So it's kind of like. I'm not trying to beat, you know, my, my brother's record. So it's 17 or 19. If you, if you're stuck at 18, the thing it should be like 17 <laughs> or 20, because those okay. are my numbers. So I'm like, got it. I'm like, it's kind of like 20. So it's so far away. I'm like, um, you know, I'd rather stay at 17. I mean, obviously it would be nice to win another one, but. All right. So for anyone out there who is engaged in bartending in any way, right? And if you've if you've ever seen a flair bartender, if you've ever seen a, a bartender at all, and you've thought you know that that this is something cool, this is something awesome, make sure to to check out Rodrigo Del Pesh. And apparently, you know the name Roto is only reserved for his special friends like us. So <laughs> check out Rodrigo Del Pesh. Uh, obviously, your your videos are just out there to uh, teach and inspire, and and that's an amazing thing. Yeah, so I like I personally thank you very much for continuing to inspire more and more bartenders. Yeah. Thank you, thank you very much. All righty. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a short little break, and we'll be back with some uh, main course and and uh, happy hour and desserts and such. Welcome back to Three Stars Podcast. We are here. Three Star Podcast. We are here with Rodrigo Delpesh, uh, and we're talking about flair bartending, what motivates us, uh, what keeps us going, what challenges us, competition, all the stuff that goes into if you know your your passion and what you want to do and how well you want to do it um so just a little sum up of that we are going to hit the main course though uh and this review sadly go straight to the title at the same time <laughs> yeah this review uh this this 
this bar is no longer with us. They decided to go ahead and close their doors here pretty recently. Um, but I had an opportunity of going. I'm I'm probably the greenest person uh, out of all of us here when it comes to the flare world. I didn't get involved with flare until I moved to Colorado, and um, that's actually a lie. I got involved in flare. Uh, down in Florida, I was asked to hire flair bartenders and I had no clue how to go about doing that. I seriously, my boss said, I want, I want those guys at our festival that flip bottles and shit. And I was like, well, what do you fucking call that? What is the guys that flip bottles and shit? What is this? Badass. I, yeah. <laughs> and so I had to Google and I found a company out of Vancouver and, um, it, it, I got to hire Brad and Mike Guthrie and Raji Pine for our Actually, event. Guthrie was the bonus that year. He was the it, bonus it that was year. That's true. Raji yeah. It was Raji out. and Brad. And that's how I got into flair. And then when I moved to Colorado, uh, Brad, you, you were so impressed that you fucking married Brad. No, <laughs> <laughs> nope. It's fucking badass, dude. Nope. I, um, but I was so impressed that when Brad called me and said, Hey, we need someone to market this company that Guzman and I want to start. I, said absolutely um and that's that was what 2011 so that's when i got into flair and 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 found out um about the show of it and the competition of it and the just the overall beauty of it i mean it really is just beautiful i like i said i'm mesmerized when i watch you guys behind the bar and the stuff the challenges that you do with each other behind the bar the flips that you do to get that water bottle to stall on your your ceiling the, there the beam. yeah the beam i mean it's just you guys are amazing so um backtracking now i i got to go to roadhouse this bar that is now no longer with us yeah we got to go three years ago and um we were invited behind the bar to take a picture, what? which is a big deal. Just to I take mean, the picture. Just to take the picture. That's, that's still but an that's, honor, though. That's, but it's, that it's hallowed ground. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You know, I've I've heard um, about this bar and the competitions that were held there, and it really it really was just this grandiose place to, where the flair bartenders got to go and just have fun and compete against each other, but not just compete, but to learn from each other. And so to be able to, to step behind that bar and I do nothing with flair, I just organized events. That's all I did was just, it, it was almost kind of a dream. Um, so it's a bummer that it's no longer with us, but I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to let Bill take over this review. Awesome. So this is from Roadhouse uh, in the UK. It's in London or it was, uh, it's a three-star Yelp review from January, 2009. Uh, my group caught word of a place open late on a Wednesday night near the near our hotel. Turns out it was the Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> Roadhouse. Turns out. You could tell the proprietor was trying hard to establish a place that had the look and feel of an American nightclub. Apparently, the bartenders were given the green light to do their best Tom Cruise imitation, as seen in the movie Cocktail. Great piece of uh, American cinema. Uh <laughs> <laughs> by singing, by by slinging around liquor bottles as they poured drinks, uh, the idea is good in theory. However, it doesn't really work for the Brits. Leave the cheesy bullshit to us. Wow. So this is an American asshole, mm-hmm. dude. I legit wanted to be an astronaut until I saw a fucking cocktail. I shit you negative. You know, like when people ask you like what do you want to be when you grow up, like I was mad that nobody like 
offered that as an option. And I'm like, wait, what? What the fuck? <laughs> this wasn't on the list in middle school. Right. And I also remember I did miss the first day of the master class, but the second day, the very first thing y'all did was put fucking cocktail on, like on the big screen. I was <laughs> like, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm home. Uh, this was guy I sleeping through that part. Was I sleeping? No, was no, I no, no, that was, no, it was a presentation yeah. that Luca had done. Oh, okay. I was kidding. You guys didn't get my joke. Oh, Never mind. Oh. You're sleeping under the table? Yep. Never mind. All right. <laughs> sorry, Bill. Go ahead. No, no, no. I just, uh, this guy's clearly confused. Um, clearly? Yeah. Well, and it, like, I think that that whole center section of this is just absolute garbage. So, yes, they were trying to somewhat replicate right like they they've got this this style of stuff hanging memorabilia and all these things hanging on the walls and they've got a you know giant harley motorcycle in there no shit and they've got mm, like they did yeah i think they had like the trunk of a 57 chevy something like that mm -hmm. am i right roto um so yes like they're creating an american style bar and i don't we went there. I don't think that they did a shitty job of it. No. I think they actually did a really good job yeah. of it. It kind of bums me out that I'm never going to get to see it. Yeah, that is a bummer. And so what we know is that they also don't have, you know, some shitty Tom Cruise knockoff <laughs> flair bartenders in there, right? They have some of the best working flair bartenders in the world. They are, or, or they were, you know, like if there, if there were, at the height, the two best flare bars in the world at the time, it was Carnival Court and Roadhouse. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you know, Carnival Court and Fuel. And, you know, Roadhouse has dropped off. And, and there have been other flare bars that have, have, you know, obviously been really high up there. We talked about Kahunaville in our last episode. Um, but... It, it's These not were some staples, it, but it's not some schlocky bartenders, is what I'm saying. Right? Yeah, this guy just is. Uh, he's know. he's a jerk. Yeah, he's a, he's a, and in all honesty, when I first saw cocktails, um, I thought it was really cool. You know, I thought that was pretty badass what they're doing. And I recently watched it, like recently, like two three years ago, and rewatching it now after watching Rodrigo in competition and oh yeah. That and, movie looks tame Luca. compared to these guys. It's nothing. <laughs> yeah. They do nothing. They do tin spins and catches, and that's they, it. Right. They do, they do like, like one little flip with the bottle. Right. Behind the I back. kept waiting for the flare. I was like, wait a minute. This was it. This was it. So for this gentleman to say that it was a, you know, do their best Tom Cruise imitation, you, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I remember the master class. Sorry. It kind of broke my heart because I wanted to learn how to do, how to bounce wifey off the, off the ground. Right. Because they do that in that movie. The Mixington. And yeah. I, I learned that that's impossible. Like that's movie magic. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. It's no, really hard. It, it's hard. It's definitely doable. It's usually Roto's consistent. Done it. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. Well, Sick. Colby did it last night. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. But it, on his second try, mm -hmm. right? It's, it can be inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, or that's the one move that you practice hardcore and you get it right all the time. But it's gonna fuck. But the you know how many up. takes they probably yeah. did in the movie? They probably had someone laying on the ground who just threw. That's it what up. I thought. That's <laughs> it. <That's> <laughs> <laughs> or like a, or like a springboard or something that they stepped on. Yeah, <laughs> that popped it, it up. They threw yeah. it into the trash can and then stepped springboard, on the springboard. Yeah, popped to it up. Shoot the tin back up. Yeah, this this guy is just a big. 
you know what he is? Head. He is a thank you. Fart. Oh my gosh, <laughs> a thank fart you. smeller. He is a fart. Let me tell you, you know, this guy right here. When I read this, this is the guy who drives a really huge truck to overcompensate for his tiny little ego. And an American truck. Right. And he is right now <laughs> saying all of these things that are mean. It's a good idea in theory. However, it doesn't really work for the Brits. Okay, let me tell you something. Yeah, where does dude. this guy bartend? Yeah. Like who are you to say what works and doesn't work right. for another country? And let's let's just kind of backtrack, buddy. Leave the cheesy BS to us. Where do you think we got our cheesy BS from? <laughs> uh, hello. We were Brits. I like so shut your mouth. They did it first. It's crazy to me I, that someone can bitch about what we've established as like one of the most famous bars on the fucking planet. Like, I, somebody's still bitching about it. Like, right. I, yeah. I mean this this dude is just he's he's green with yeah. envy. And when you see the time like the the date, two thousand and nine, they open probably in nineteen nineties, late nineteen nineties. So they were doing it for already a good ten years, mm-hmm. right? And, and they, they kept only on just going <laughs> for another eleven. So obviously it works, but <laughs> yeah, he's just he just honestly he he has no right one no impression one I mean, moment in time. Yeah, he's probably drinking yeah. vodka sodas. Maybe, probably so couldn't even taste the vodka. With a splash of crayon. Yeah, so couldn't taste it. Sorry, let's let's rate the review Ugh. one one star. One star. One. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, we're going to take a little break, get the drinks ready for happy hour, and we'll be back in just a few. As many of you know, we service industry folk rely on tips to make a living. If you like the show and would like to support us, you can do so by leaving us a tip through Venmo at three stars podcast. This one you have to spell out at sign T H R E E stars podcast. Or if you'd like to become one of our regulars, you can support us through Patreon. That's patreon.com slash three stars podcast. Hey guys! Hey. hey, guess what time it is? What time, what time is, is it? It's, it's the Three Stars Podcast, podcast. Happy, happy Hour. Three Stars Podcast, Happy Hour. Three Stars Podcast, Happy Hour. Let's get a drink on. Oh, I'm so excited! My favorite time of the show. What are we drinking today for Happy Hour? So this cocktail that we're about to drink was inspired. Well, I mean, it's not like our original cocktail or anything like that, but we read about it in one of our previous reviews from episode 25, hmm. and this is a Rosita cocktail. With a bit of a twist. I mean, the tequila we're using. Well, yeah, so we're very intentionally using a specific tequila. So this is almost a bit of a play on a Negroni, which is already one of my favorite cocktails, but we are using Terramana tequila, which is the Rocks tequila. Dwayne Johnson. What yeah. is this? What is this thing? Do you smell what the, what the rock is it's cooking? cooking. No. Yeah, <laughs> fucking jabronis. He's apparently he's cooking agave now. If, if yeah. you would like to come on, be our guest on a on our podcast. Yes, well, Mr. Johnson, we'll take you any day. I think we should just have him as a guest. Yeah, I, I right. Mean, right after N- naturally, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, yeah, Glenn Danzig. I don't know yeah. who else is going to follow Roto. Like, I know, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> rock. Uh, so we actually, so we chose this tequila specifically because it just turns out that Roto is the Rock's favorite bartender. <laughs> Wait, is I mean, that real? Is that a real thing? I'm not making shit up. Yeah, I mean, I would totally believe that. If I you mean, are, I do so. make shit up, but I'm not <laughs> making this up. Are you fucking serious? 
I mean, it would be awesome. <laughs> it's, it's true, but, I mean, he called me my guy, so I was like, well, I'll wow. take it. What, is he came in a fuel or what? Or a uh, I I made a video with uh, Terry Mana, and he reposted on his Instagram, which is awesome. Because yeah, that's hella he, cool. He has like 200 million followers, so it's amazing. Wow. Which, right, which is like three more followers than you have. So, I mean, I'm, this is... I'm missing a couple of zeros, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Damn, dude, that is so cool. Yeah. yeah. So, we're using uh, the Terramana Reposado. It's a small batch tequila. It's 100% blue <laughs> Weber agave tequila. Yep, Highlands, yeah. It is roasted. The agave is roasted in brick ovens. It is distilled in copper pots. And uh, and aged in oak uh, barrels. Oswald it's copper pot. Oswald, yes, Oswald, Oswald copper pot. Yeah. <laughs> yep, and it is aged in um, oak in oak barrels. I'm pretty excited about and this. And terra mana, terra being from uh, the Latin meaning earth, earth, earth. Mm-hmm. and mana being the Polynesian word for spirit of the earth. So it's well, the rock isn't he? He's the people's champion. Yes. No, he's <laughs> from Hawaii. So. Is he from Hawaii? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he is. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I mean, I know Samoan. that I saw I saw Hobbs and Shaw. And so <laughs> yeah, Dwayne is from Hawaii. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. So um, in in smelling the tequila, it has it's very earthy. It's very. I mean, you immediately. Yeah, we didn't has, sample it because we were on the coffee. Kick. Yeah, because we were on the coffee kick. But Smell you know, that. just it's just give it a whiff, and it's very Smoky. earthy. Smoky, yeah. You, you know, you smell the agave. Um, I'm pretty sure that Roto has had some of it because I've seen more than a few bottles, empty bottles hanging out <laughs> as well. Oh. Yeah, I follow I follow the Rock on Instagram, and uh, like the, his feed has been just nothing but like his tequila videos and people sending him videos of, of like them drinking his tequila. Yeah. So maybe we mm-hmm. should do one of those and send it to the Rock, drinking his tequila. I think uh, I think we should. So cheers, everybody. So the Rosita. Cheers, cheers. The Rosita is the recipe that, that we're using is an ounce and a half of the Reposado tequila, a half ounce of dry vermouth, a half ounce of sweet vermouth, and a half ounce of Campari, and then a dash of Angostura bitters with a lemon garnish, lemon twist garnish. That's really good. That is really good. And like I said, I mean... Oh, that's it, really smooth. It's somewhat of a it's somewhat of a twist on a Negroni, so mm-hmm. you know it's Which already we, it's already got my attention. We, yeah, we, what we do like fucking eight episodes based around like very, variations no. in Negronis. Should we call this a jabroni? Oh my god, yes, we got to call it a jabroni. <laughs> Why did I not think of that? Damn it! I was seriously waiting for um, this. <laughs> it was right there in front of us. I, I don't know why. Uh, you, good call, sir. This is why you're in charge. Oh, I think Samantha's in charge. I don't really know. I know it's not me. <laughs> I just, uh, I look like I'm in charge, but you know, Samantha's wow. actually in charge. Nah. Oh, that's a good cocktail. That's a really great that's cocktail. Really it's really good. Really good. Yeah. So check out uh, terramana.com. And I think it's pretty recent too. I think this is like, this hasn't been around very long, I don't think. I think uh, since March. Since March. Oh, it's that new? Yeah. It's like a yep. pretty recent thing. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Um, I'm actually going to rate. So um, when you asked the when you asked the Rock, what were you doing during quarantine? <laughs> well, yes, I smell what you're cooking, sir. <laughs> Shall we move on to uh, dessert? 
Yeah. Yes. Oh, we should go on desserts. to dessert. Yes. Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock Johnson for president. I'm going to write him in on my ballot. I'm oh, totally... Right there with you. Can you be like the White House bartender? Holy shit. Oh! That would be amazing. That would be the best. Oh my Around. All right. So let's do dessert. So desserts we don't rank. We just shit on them. So... Uh, this is. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this one. <laughs> this is Fuel Bar. <laughs> are you are you picking up on the theme here? <laughs> <laughs> so Fuel Bar has an overall uh, 4.5 stars, and it is in Las Vegas, Nevada. So not Las Vegas, New Mexico. Right, because we've already discussed yeah. that. We're gonna go there for some hot tortillas, though. <laughs> so one star on Yelp. This is from August of 2018. Oh, we might have been there for my birthday. So, oh, yeah, Thad is a complete jerk. <laughs> you have a guy giving out cards and Thad, Mr. Thad, says we can't buy any more beers with the cards he is going to have to charge. A, what the what, fuck what, kind of grammar uh, is this? Uh, <laughs> Mr. Thad says we can't buy any more beers with the cards he is going to have to charge full price because we have been here for three hours. First of all, Mr. Thad, we got here at 345. So we have only been here for two hours. And don't be rude. Don't be rude. You are a douchebag. Wow. And I hope everyone reads this. Horrible. Oh, horrible, don't worry. We're going <laughs> to. And for the record, we tip you every time. So don't even say we don't tip. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you forget the apostrophe. You spelled taunt. Is there a Thad that works at Fuel? Uh, not that I know. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah, exactly <laughs> the point that I brought up when we saw this bullshit. Yeah. Who well, the fuck is who's Thad? Thad? Is I, there a Thad that works at the bar next door? Are they trying to use Fuel buy buy one yeah, get one at, at the bar next oh, door? Fuck, I hope so. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the best? That would be awesome. I mean, we have it the other way around. Like they bring cars from other bars so maybe so probably do it what do you mean i can't that. use my king supers card here yeah. <laughs> what the fuck doesn't costco get in everywhere i mean oh, seriously man, that's too funny hello yeah so i love the fact that that this person decided to go ahead and cap everything for and for the record we tip you every time exclamation exclamation that's exactly exclamation something exclamation. that's people someone that, that doesn't tip that doesn't say. tip yeah or that's, doesn't tip well every yeah. time right you're already getting buy one get one and probably one of the baddest bars on the fucking planet but that's not good enough for you yeah I, you fucking know karen yeah and so do you guys have a limit on how many of the buy one get one tickets people can use mm, no well when we first open up there was one per person per day, but at that time, already at 2018, it was unlimited. It says that it might expire at any time. So if you're a douchebag, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, it expired just you know, now. Bartender yep. to discretion. Yep. Yep. Which and you're allowed to have. That's I mean, a lot of people top. seem to forget that you have the power. You you can refuse customer service the power if you of want. Grayskull? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, so then, <laughs> so then, this still begs the question: Who the fuck is that? Who's yeah, who's Thad? <laughs> I want to meet this bartender. Uh, do, you have, do, you, do you have any of your any of the guys that hand out cards? Are they named Thad? No. 
<laughs> then this person no, was I'm drunk and stupid. That is short for Thaddeus. Yeah. Mm. Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Thaddeus D. Thaddeus D. Jack Black, if you like podcasts. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. If you're going to write a fucking review on a place or about a person, it, at least make it the right person at the right yeah. place. This, this is fucking redonk. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're a douchebag because seriously, the fact that you can't get straight your bartender and the place that you're at, it just, that's rude of you. Yeah. That's yeah. totally rude of you. Yep. You're a fucking family sized bag of douche. Bag of douche. <laughs> Should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I hope everybody hears this. I, no. I hope so too. <laughs> happy to fucking happy to oblige, motherfucker. All right, let's fucking go. All right, all right, Bill. Let's uh, wrap it up. Bill. Finish this up. I uh, double double wrap it uh, with a trash bag. Uh, Carnival oh. Court, four stars. Las Vegas, Nevada. So this one is a one star Yelp review from November of 2016. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shitty dump with an abundance of cancer stick smokes to slowly give you lung cancer, among other health ailments. Old and worn out looking with cheesy Vegas frills. This place sucks. Wow. You fucking suck, dude. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> I, I don't get the people who write these reviews for a place like Carnival Court. You're outside. Don't, you can't bitch about cigarettes if you're outside. I'm sorry. Right. I don't smoke, but like, come the fuck on. It's, it's a redonkulous review. And the yeah, it is. That's redonkulous. And you could, right. I guess, you could call them cheesy Vegas frills. Like it's one of the best fucking I'm, bars in Vegas. Well, like, but I mean, look, most of Vegas is cheesy, cheesy Vegas shit, frills, right? Yeah. Like you don't like you don't see Dumpster this hookers. kind of wait, stuff wait. in most anywhere else, even even vacation spots. But there's a point to it, right? It's yeah. the overall glitz and glam. So that's what that's what you get. At the same time, this is. I mean. Old and worn out, uh, you know. Among right? other health ailments, you're at a fucking bar, dude. <laughs> yeah, and you're at a bar, and and Carnival Court has outside gambling as well. So you'll have a lot of people sitting at those tables who are also smoking. Mm-hmm. That's you're, crazy. I never you, noticed that before. You can be mm-hmm. at the bar Saturdays, smoking. Yeah. It's you know, this it's, is, outside. It's, it's outside. It's outside. It's outside. It's still one of the places that allows smoking. Fucking get over it. Yeah. It's, it's Go outside. somewhere else if you don't fucking like it. Right. right? Back Which, how the, you could not like this place, I don't know. I, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I don't think it's a shitty dump at all. I think Carnival mm-hmm. Court does a really good job of being peppy and exciting and, and staying up on the times, not looking like a shitty dump. Sometimes up on the bar. Literally. Right. I've seen it. No, they're, look, <laughs> you, got, you, guys, it. you guys are blowing whistles. You're making the party happen. I mean, I think that... Again, uh, balancing bottle after bottle after right. bottle on your forehead or chin. How is that How is that in coordinates with a shitty dump? It's yeah. not. Have you ever seen Flippy uh, playing guitar? Yes. yes. With the band? Yes. Or Vach playing drums? Uh, ro- yeah. Oh, wait right. a minute. Hold on a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. So you're telling me that your bartenders not only flip shit and, and pour drinks out of... 15 tins stacked on each other in a wall, waterfall type style and balanced tins and bottles on their head, but they also get up on stage and play yep. music? Yeah. Not that just the tambourine, correct. mind you. Yeah, no. Yeah, they're also <laughs> wow. talented musicians. The tambourine is a very nuanced instrument, okay? Don't like. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. The cowbell. The cowbell then. I'm um, sorry. So this is, like, we spoke about this, but Flippy is actually recording with bar stars right now. 
And yeah, this by is, the time this, this episode comes out, kind of crazy that, that this is happening like this. Like, oh yeah, it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why don't they call him Stacky? Because he's more <laughs> he's more about stacking stuff, right? I'm just kidding, Flippy. You're fucking amazing. You're well, crazy. he he actually told me that if he'd have gone and become a police officer, his name would have been Shooty. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, we're going to have to cut that one out. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this person's an idiot. I understand. Like, I totally get that there's a lot of smoke. You know, back back when I was a kid and I came to Vegas, everybody smoked in the rooms and yeah. inside the casinos. On the so, airplanes coming yeah, to Vegas. On, yeah, I remember that too. I remember smoking on airplanes. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, so for you to whine about people smoking outside... You're pathetically petty. The fucking sun is hot. <laughs> I know. One star. Or not. I want to sit outside, but it's too hot now. <sighs> they put this place in the middle of a desert. Ugh. How dare they? <laughs> it's a cat box out here. Look at his sand trap. Yeah, it's this person's just a dingus. I, yeah. You suck. You, you suck. You suck. Carnival's great. It is. It is great. I am honestly, Roto, I'm... It, it sucks the way it works out because I know you're extra bored there with the way unions work and everything. Wait, what? But what? You're bored at working at No, Carnival? not like... Oh. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I don't understand. Wrong, wrong board. So oh, oh. You're like super bored. <laughs> no, so I, I know that... So you then, you then rely on being able to pick up shifts assuming that everyone else is dropping uh, the shifts. I can't wait to be able to come to Vegas... And see you working at Carnival. Because, I mean, I've seen you working at Fuel, and it's awesome. And Fuel is very limited on its space. Yeah, what you guys do behind that bar. Like, what you guys do behind that bar is insane. Yeah. And then, I like, I can't wait to see you, like, in the ring with all of that space. With and, the rock. And, you know, <laughs> and getting to work with, with all the other bartenders there as well. Do you think that that'll happen the next time I come out? Uh, um, hopefully, hopefully we open hundred uh, percent capacity, and then it will happen. Even like the guys are great. Even if I'm not working, like, and you're like, hey, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be there next week on Monday, Tuesday. Are you working? I just talk to them and be like, hey, Flippy. Can I pick up your shift? And he's like, sure. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't short me. Oh, well, I'm flippy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about Jamie? Can we yeah. go with Jamie? Can we, can, well, maybe Jamie will give up a shift. <laughs> well, he uh, he offered that like many times. So I'm sure that he will say yes. That's awesome. And like every time I work with Flippy, it's just like. So all I need to do is just give you like a little notice. Heads yep. up. Just oh, like shit. 48 hours. That's it. Perfect. I am 97% certain it was Flippy that poured fucking whiskey down my throat when I was 21 and I was in Vegas for like the he first time. Did. And I went to probably Because he like had like, like a tube or something and he was just standing on the bar just fucking, oh man. That yeah. place is rad. Yeah. Yeah. That it is, is definitely your last true. stop. Yeah, yes. I'm actually kind of bummed that we didn't get to hit Carnival. But I guess we didn't know anybody working. Well, we no, we actually really went, open. we tried to go Sunday night and they weren't open. They're doing uh, a very sporadic type of so thing right now. Yeah, it's a... Uh, they they open as they go. They're like one day they open at two, one day they're like oh let's open at six, one day they just open kiosk, one day they let's go and open main bar. So yeah, you it's would all think over the place that right bar now. in particular would be doing very well because it's outside. Like you would think of all the bars, 
Yeah, still like lots of rules, and it, it, like it's t- it's tough to be a bar like Carnival because then you have to say, mm, "Sorry, you can't come in." Yeah, like, limited you, capacity. You have to. You would have to have people like working the door aspect at all times, denying mm-hmm. people water, and and they had <laughs> they were controlling them, even uh, personnel from hers. They were controlling them all the time, like. They're on it. Like if you're sitting at the bar, if you're hanging, as soon as you pull your mask down, you're, you're like, no, 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 hey, wear your mask, wear your mask, like at all times. So yeah. they don't so want to deal with that. Even outside, sitting at the bar, so you got to like pull it down to take a sip and then put it back on. Uh, yes. Wow. Yeah, it's extremely difficult. Fuck and, COVID, and dude. Everyone here wants to be open so badly and not get shut down again that they're gonna follow the rules. Yeah. You know, like no one likes it. We talked about this, you know, ad nauseum. No one likes the rules, but if you want to stay open, you have to follow have those to rules. It, Otherwise, yeah. you end up getting shut down. I mean, we've seen yeah. it happen in Denver. We've ad, seen places. ad nauseum. What is that? Ad nauseum. Yeah. What does that mean? It is Latin for ah uh, thunder dick. Yeah, I yes. remember now. Okay. No, seriously, it wasn't me. <laughs> that was Fuego, dude. So. Oh, check, please. Sorry. <laughs> check, please. I thought we were still trying to figure no, out. I really want to know. I See guess we'll, we'll do it off mic. So, um, Roto, this is the point where we talk about something that we uh, may have learned today. So, who would like to go first? I'll go first. Nobody learned anything. <laughs> I, I didn't learn anything on this one. Sorry, no. Um, no, I'll go first. I, so, I knew... Roto that there's a level of of dedication to be committed to being the best at something, right? Every everybody knows that oh, this person must put in so much time. I had absolutely no idea the amount of time and dedication that you put into being almost as good as your brother. <laughs> no, like I had no idea, you know, like you practicing, you know, 24 hours in a day or you know, then when you do have to go to work, then the rest of your life is practicing. I mean, I've told um, my son, who's now working on juggling, and he's become very dedicated to it just in the last month, practicing hours a day. I've told him the story that you told me about how you would roll out of bed and you had a, a lower ceiling. You'd grab you know, three flare bottles. First thing in the morning, you roll out of bed straight to the floor and start juggling. And, you know, I knew that that that's already a a level of dedication. But for you to tell us the amount, I mean, it's it's incredible. And and to and it paid off, right? Like to be at the level that you are and that you continue to excel. You're still one of the absolute best flare bartenders and most accomplished flare bartenders in the world. Like I never I never dreamed of for myself that I could dedicate that much time to something and it's it's super impressive and encouraging that there's someone like you and probably many people like you who are just super dedicated to be the best at something so that's good learning um I learned uh more about you Roto which was nice because usually when I when I interact with you, it's very brief because you're either teaching a class or you're prepping for one of our competitions. Um, so it was nice to just kind of hang out and get to know you better. Um, so thank you for your time. I appreciate that. I really do. I also learned that even in Vegas, at some of the best mm-hmm. bars, entertaining bars, not strip clubs, 
not that kind of entertaining, not That's a show. Episode. It is not a show, <laughs> but an entertaining bar that you really can't find anywhere else. There are no flare bars in Denver. There are no flare bars in Montana, for sure. Right. Not that you Yet. would consider flare bars, right? You might find a person at a Friday's. Right. right? That, But it's, it's, an, it's an actual bar that revolves around this art right here um, that people just will not be satisfied. They'll shit on anything. They, they just awful. cannot find the positive in anything. I read a review where um, from Fuel Bar where the girl had taken her gum, spit it into one of your oh, cards, yeah. and she accidentally, quote unquote, gave the card to a bartender, and the bartender said, I'm not taking this. And she was like, well, but, but you know, it's the card, and I'm sorry, it had gum in it. Let me, let me get you another one. And she flipped it around and said that the bartender was a dick, and he was rude. And it's like, well... You had spit your gum in their advertisement for you to come in. And I you tried to that. play it off. And that's just like, disgusting. Yeah. It is. And that's gross. Throw it out. Why were you carrying it around? But I mean, no matter how great the bar is and the entertainment and the fun and and what you guys give to all of your guests and back as a community, people just, they're never happy. And yeah. it's such a bummer. It's such a bummer. I mean, you, you made it pretty clear that you take this seriously. It's like a part of who you are and people still willing to sometimes make up individuals that uh, just just <laughs> as an excuse to fucking be an asshole. To like, shit, yeah. That, that, I mean, if I learned anything, man, it's, it's when you when you really give a shit, like when you really do something just because you love it, like you're going to be good at it. Like and it's always it's always an inspiration. I'm always like so pumped when I come out here. I, I leave and I'm like fuck yeah. Man. I mean like I'm a big fish in a small pond out in Denver, but like I do like little working flare and people are like oh holy shit. And I'm like dude, you have no fucking idea. You have no <laughs> like, idea. You have, that, yeah. That's nothing, dude. <laughs> like um, so I mean if I learned anything, it's just you know you should meet your heroes because it's it's life. You know, it's an approach to life is how you get to be on your level it seems you know like mm -hmm. it's it's an honor and a privilege man seriously thank you thank you so Rhoda did you learn anything today um I've learned that some customers are dicks <laughs> 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 you just learned that today well you're just figuring out <laughs> Uh, like you said, like you learned as much English as you needed to learn, right? So <laughs> um, Get out, you're 86, you're cut off. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's crazy like how people they they're they're never happy and we discuss that all the time at fuel because you like we get people that they just come in with a such a bad attitude and I'm like, You're in Vegas, you're you're flying to Vegas to have a good time and all you do is just Bitch. Bitch about everything. Like besides the deal, besides that I work there, like even if, if I wouldn't work there, it's it's the greatest deal on the strip. So you're walking you know, in to like, buy one, get one. Buy, right, one, get buy one. one, get one. Because you can't walk into fuel without one of those cards. And if if you don't have it, we make sure you get one. So I'm like and they they still complain. Oh, but do they gotta be the same drink? And I'm like, Yes. Wow. Yeah. Why? I'm like because it's like you know, it's a great deal. Like it's it's a well, menus are created that way too. And and actually, it's like because it's a thank you because you are coming to our bar. Mm -hmm. So whatever you're drinking, we want to give you two of them. And I was like, well, but I want to share. I was like, 
we want to thank you. Like if she, <laughs> if they want something, we thank them too. And it's just like it's a never ending story. But you know, it makes it fun at the same time. Like if you don't if you don't get mad, you just it's it's great. Like it, it gives you so many new stories weekly because mm-hmm. you see this all the time. Right. Yeah. That's, never that's a boring shift. Right. Never. <laughs> never. Mm-mm. Well, that's that's gonna do it for us today. Uh, we want to thank you, Rodrigo, for allowing us to come into your home to yeah, take up your time. Yeah, super gracious to yes. use your ice, <laughs> your your liquor. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for let let me have you here. Of course, no, it, it was it was so much fun. Thank, Thank you for you. inviting Thank yourselves you. over to my house. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, Rodrigo, can we come and podcast at your place? Thank if you, uh, President uh, Johnson, Dwayne The Rock. Yes. Johnson. Thank um, you, Dwayne, for your lovely uh, tequila. I knew I was going to like it, but I, li- I like it more than I expected. Thank you to all of you for listening. We greatly appreciate you supporting us, loving us, taking the time to spend time with us. Um, Please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, share. our couple of videos. Yes. On YouTube, make follow sure you Roto, share, follow Rodrigo Del Pesce. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal human being and a very skilled bartender all around. Um, we were talking on our break about his girlfriend and how she's a Cicerone and she's a bartender as well. And Rodrigo said, she knows so much more than I do. <laughs> and I just, I love the fact that, Rodrigo's status of where he is in this part of ba- of bartending, he he still idols someone else in their skill of bartending. It is not the same skill that Rodrigo has, but his girlfriend is well-versed in beers and has to know 300 plus on tap. And, you know, there's there's always a different avenue in each of our skill that we can always learn, be good at, you know, praise people for. So let's, let's try to continue with that positive influence instead of yeah. negative shit that we hear in the world today. Well, we've got I, enough I, of that shit. Dude, yeah. I think that if there's something that like we can all learn and take away too, it's that there's really a lot of, of humility and, and a humble aspect to Rodrigo as well. Right. Yes. Knowing, knowing that he's in a position where he's in the amount of championships and competitions that he's won and he can still point to heroes within the industry yes. for himself yeah. and to point to his girlfriend and say, man, she's super talented and knows her shit as well. And, you know, obviously he looks up to us because we're amazing podcasters and he's just <laughs> fantastically <laughs> adequate. I, I don't know if he does, Brad, but okay, thanks. Yeah, but, but if I talk too much, then he won't be able to say otherwise. That's <laughs> true. That's okay, true. Thank you. You'll read my review. <laughs> I love it. Seriously, Thank you no, for that. Please that, leave us a review. That shit is fucking literally funny. Literally mic drop. Yes. And all of you, please make sure to continue sharing with us your Yelp reviews, your memes. Send us reviews. We, You can contact us on Instagram. You can contact us on our cell phone number, which is 720-459-2033. It's written on bathroom stalls across the country. All across the country. <laughs> I check Facebook because I'm the oldest one. Yep. Uh, and please make sure to continue to listen and follow and share, share, share because sharing is caring. At Rodrigo Del Pesh at Three Stars Podcast. Yep, that is that is all of us. Thank you again. We appreciate all of you. And I just want to give a, a personal shout out to our editor who does an amazing job and all the time and the hours that he puts into making us 
who we are. So thank you, Brad Kaplan, for editing all of this stuff as well. Oh, shucks. I'm going to cut that out. Seriously, can you just follow me around and edit me? Because like, so, <laughs> I fucking need it. So. Uh, that was last night. Yeah. I pulled, a different episode. I pulled you away from some very bad experiences. There was good editing going on. Thank you very much, you guys. Have a great uh, rest of your day, night, evening, morning, and we will catch you on the flip side. Please come on back, you hear? Bye-bye. Catch you on the flippy flop. Bye. Okay, I'm done talking for a minute. Yeah? Yeah. You sure? Do you want to? I don't believe it. I'm so not cool. (laughs)